Hey guys, super quick pre-roll today, uh, but I really would like to invite you um, in case you don't follow me on Instagram. I really would like to, to invite you to do so. Um, head over to Instagram. Um, you find my profile. That's Ben underscore underscore ID one one as the number um, because Instagram is really becoming more and more our central most up-to-date information app where we share videos, um, news whenever we have new blog posts, whenever we have new podcasts, a lot of pictures, information materials. Are really, it, 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 it becomes our central information hub and I would love to, to welcome you um, in the community to join uh, thousands of others, um, aviation enthusiasts. So head over Ben underscore underscore ID1 on Instagram. Would love to to welcome you as a follower. And now let's get into the podcast. There we go. I'm alone again. So the stage is not as crowded anymore and it won't get that crowded anymore. And for, the, for this time, for, for the next presentation, I don't even have to invite someone virtually on stage because this time uh, the person who's going to be the presenter is already in the room. There we go, Benjamin. Hey there again. Hey there again. We saw you at the beginning. Uh, now you're back with your um, very much anticipated presentation on a topic, as I said already, that might not be on everybody's radar when you think about fueling. True. And, and that is? Sustainability. Um, so, okay. But I will tell you a bit more about it. Um, exactly. So that's why I will leave can, the stage to you. Can we move that away? Uh, we can if you want I to. Always love to walk a bit. Let me just. Okay. Working? Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, so first of, okay, I'll take this. You take this, all right, <laughs> cool. So first of all, um, thanks for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be part of this very first um, Future Fuel Lab. And first of all, a, a big thank you to, to Robin for organizing everything during the last days, weeks, month, a um, incredible uh, work. And I think so far it was really a exciting um, webinar, an exciting e event. And I'm, I'm really happy to um, contribute with my little presentation um, today. So I actually want to get very quickly into the details. I, I don't want to bore you with um, company background, company details. Um, so um, here's where we'll go. Um, what I feel most excitement about at the moment is a topic that somehow at least temporarily um, vanished from many airlines agenda. And I think it, it, it vanished for, for good reasons because we all know there's this pandemic ongoing and it's for, for, for many, many airlines the, the biggest challenge they've ever faced. Um, many of them are fighting very, very hard to, to survive. And therefore, um, for good reason, this, this topic has vanished. Um, nonetheless, I, I am genuinely convinced that in the long run, talking about three, five, 10 years, 
the topic, and, and Robin mentioned it already, the topic of, of sustainability will be the most dominating topic for the entire aviation industry. Um, I think regardless of the business model you're operating, if you are a legacy carrier, network carrier, regional carrier, low cost, charter operator, cargo operator, it doesn't matter. Regardless of the business model, regardless of the world region you're operating, no matter if you're operating in Asia, a international airline, in Europe, Middle East, Americas, it doesn't matter. Sustainability will be one of the most dominating topics and actually I think one of the key success factors for many, many airlines. And I think there are several reasons why that is the case. Um, first of all, we all know that, that airlines, at least pre-COVID, have started to um, spend or invest um, a lot of, lots of money into becoming more sustainable. Um, because of course they, they, they feel responsible for that topic, which is very good. But of course we are all operating in a, in a, in a, um, in a market and there's some kind of pressure um, from other stakeholders um, pushing airlines to becoming more sustainable. There are governments who are pushing, um, but especially, and that will, will be uh, most important in the future, there are passengers, clients that are more and more pushing airlines to becoming more sustainable. So, long story short, what I have to show you today, we, we heard a lot about um, digital fuel management and how that can save costs, how that can drive efficiency, all the benefits from, from different perspectives. And I would like, within the next 10 minutes, just to add one more perspective to that topic. And would like to show you, um, based on three, let's call it examples um, or case studies, um, how digital fuel management can help airlines in becoming more sustainable or to, um, to, to um, proceed on their path to um, becoming more sustainable. Um, so let's dive right into it and start with the first um, thing we would like to show. And I think the, the important aspect is there is not this one holy grail, but there are many, many different measures that are needed. And as I said, we would like to show to you three of them. Um, we, we heard a lot about the paper-based process today already. Um, and I think for, for one airline, we are just talking about some pieces of paper. So what we did during the last weeks, um, we basically did a calculation. We talked to airlines and to, to fuel providers, um, how many pieces of papers are used within one fueling process. And we calculated that for all commercial flights, at least in pre-COVID time, that are operated during one year. And we, we came up with a number, and I think this is really an incredible number to read, that every each and every year, 320 million pieces of paper are used or actually are wasted with the fueling process. 320 million pieces of paper. On a global scale, every commercial flight that is operated. And of course, it's a rough number. It's a perfect, precise number, but it's, it's a, um, I think, a, a, a incredible number to read. So for, for us, it was very hard to um, imagine 320 million pieces of paper. What is that? So we tried to um, make it a bit more tangible, and that's why we put it here um, on this um, mountain slide. Um, if we build a pile of that papers, um, it would roughly equal to four times the height of the Mount Everest, more or less 32 kilometers um, of papers. More importantly, 
Nope. <laughs> Robin was just asking if we can move to the next slide, but <laughs> here's the most important point now. <laughs> um, more importantly, besides this impressive number um, um, of the Mount Everest, in order to produce that amount of paper that is used every year with the fueling process, um, on an annual basis, 20,000 trees have to be basically or actually or literally cut in order to produce that amount of paper. So turning that into a positive thinking, um, if all airlines, all commercial airlines worldwide would do the step and move to a digital fueling process from one day to another, the airline industry could save or can save 20,000 trees every year. And there's no additional invest needed. And it comes along with all the other benefits and um, advantages we just heard during the, the webinar, cost savings, efficiency improvements, and on and on and on. So it's just an additional side effect, um, if, if you want to call it that way, that comes with it. But I think um, it's a small impact, but still 20,000 trees, I think it's a huge, huge number um, that can be saved if everyone participates. Now we can move on to the next one. And this, I think, it's, is even more interesting. Um, we, it's also a topic we heard about today, um, the thing of um, tankering flights where the fuel provider or the interplane agent drives to the aircraft because they don't know that the, the, the aircraft is on a tankering flight, that no refueling is needed. So how does it look in the reality? The fuel track drives to the aircraft. Um, the captain um, screams out of the window, no, sorry, we are on a tankering flight. Um, see you next time, Joe. And Joe, the, the fuel truck driver, um, drives back to their, to their station or to the next, um, to the next aircraft. The thing is, um, again, we did the calculation. What does that mean on a, on a global perspective? So we analyzed how many tankering flights are performed every year. And of course, we included some more, um, variables to, to come up with that number. Nevertheless, the result we come up with or came up with is that 7.5 million fuel truck movements are unnecessary because of those tankering flights on an annual basis again, 7.5 million. So with that, we said, um, if we just assume that every fuel truck movement um, needs one kilometer um, and we sum up all the fuel truck movements, it is roughly 10 times to the moon and back. Unnecessary fuel truck movements, 10 times to the moon and back. I think this again is a in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a negative way, um, uh, amazing number of um, unnecessary avoidable fuel track movement. And on top of that, we all know a fuel track is not a, um, a smart or a, a small, um, I don't know, mini car. Um, it has a considerable fuel consumption. Um, so again, we translated that. What does that mean in terms of sustainability? And we came up with that number you can see on that slide that approximately 5,000 tons of CO2 can be saved every year just by using um, this no fuel indicator function of chill uh, fuel management in order to communicate with the um, interplane agent with the fuel provider while while being on the flight while being en route and avoiding those unnecessary and really I think it's it's really avoidable unnecessary avoidable fuel track movement. Again, the thing here is it's it's not only or primarily about doing something good for for the environment. First of all the airline can save a lot of money with that because they, of course, have also to pay for that fuel track movement um, most often. So it's, again, first of all, saving money. And as a side effect, there's really a huge, huge impact on um, the sustainability airlines can do 
simply by, by moving to a digital um, process. And finally, a last um, thing we would like to show. Yep. Um, we, we, we couldn't calculate a number for that. It's, it's pretty hard to calculate a, a, a precise number for that, but I think it, it gets clear very quickly um, what's, what, what power is behind that. Um, with a, uh, I think some, some presentations um, also mentioned it today, with a, with a digital fuel um, management, there is the possibility, and that's also what we heard from many of our clients, that they um, were able, after introducing a digital fuel ma management, to reduce fuel delays, especially at outstations, the results are very, very promising. Um, we, we saw results that the fuel-related delays um, have been reduced by 70, 80, and even more percent. And again, we all know, Robin also mentioned it today, every delay, first of all, means money, but it also means unnecessary fuel burn, at least in most cases. Not in every case, if the, the aircraft is still um, at, the, at, the, um, at the position, of course, then they, they, uh, it, don't, it doesn't burn fuel. But in many cases, it means more taxi time, it means flying holding patterns, it means and on and on and on. So it means burning fuel. And in this case, again, unnecessary avoidable fuel. However, it, as I said, it, it's hard to calculate a precise number. Uh, every airline would have to do that on their own in order to, to calculate how many fuel-related delays do I have um, how many fuel do I burn during those delays and what's the result out of that? Nonetheless, um, I think it is again something that can be easily reduced, easily avoided by moving to a digital solution. And same story here. First of all, it is about reducing delays. It is about saving money. And again, as a side effect, I think it's just so super essential. Um, there is the sustainable, the positive sustainable impact this um, approach brings with it. Um, finally, just two thoughts or two things we, we quickly wanted to share. Um, from, from, from our company point of view, um, it is of course easy to tell airlines, come on guys, you have to become more sustainable and um, we have a cool product you can use and um, you can save money and you can reduce fuel costs, but also um, save trees and on, on, on. How we wanted to do a, a bit more and that's why we um, initiated a um, company program or company, company initiative. And um, what we are doing is we basically want to, for every tree we save, so we say when, whenever a, 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 a new client uses our product, we calculate how many papers we can eliminate, how many trees are saved by that, and we will plant the exact number of new trees. Um, so hopefully in the next um, 5, 10, 20 years, we will see a huge, huge um, information design forest with tens of thousands of trees. Um, but at least this is what, how we want to contribute instead of just saying, come on, airlines, you have to become more sustainable. Um, we thought it's, it's time to do a bit, bit more and to contribute um, a bit more to becoming more sustainable. Finally, um, finally, <laughs> finally, thank you, Robin. Um, so, how to end this presentation. I think I, I achieved my goal today if just two, three, four people um, leave that, that, that webinar, that conference, and um, just remind or recall the facts I, I just told you. And probably during the next um, internal meeting when discussing fuel management, when discussing um, sustainability projects, they remind that, they recall that, and they, they bring that to the table um, and, and drive that further. From a 
to, 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 be very, to be very honest and, and very frankly speaking, from a sustainability point of view, from a personal sustainability point of view, I, I couldn't care less how you approach that. If you are building an own solution that helps you to become digital, if you do that with our product, if you go for a competitor for another provider, I couldn't care less, very, very frankly speaking. I think in the 21st century, um, we just have to get rid of paper-based process. We have to get rid of process that um, um, relies on, on fuel track movement that can be avoidable, that relies on fuel delays that can be, can be avoidable. I think it's time to get, get, get beyond that. And um, as I said, I couldn't care less how you do that. I think it's just time to get it started. I'm, I'm super happy if you do that with us, but I'm also happy if you do that on your own, but just um, let's get it started. And yeah, let's make the world and the aviation industry a little bit greener. That would be a, a great result if just two or three of you recall that during the next week and months. Thank you for that. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for the presentation. Um, yes, so the, the, the forest is going to be planted soon, I guess, right? We, we already started, yeah. We, yeah. we selected an um, a initiative where we, where we invest the money. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's, it's, yeah, I would say a step-by-step -step growing. Okay. Um, of course, it's not with a small amount of, of, of trees. Um, but it's, we're, we're getting it's it going. It's, okay. it's, 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 yeah. So, okay. And uh, don't, don't miss to check out. I think we have the, few, the, 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 uh, the forest progress on our website. So you can exactly. check that. We'll put it there. Um, yeah. Maybe we have some photos to, with the next future fuel lab from, exactly. from our small forest. Um, maybe where we go down into, uh, down into the forest and plant exactly. some trees. <laughs> outdoor sessions. Exactly. And th 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 this morning we just had the idea, maybe we're going to do the fuel, the fuel lab, one of the future fuel labs from the forest directly. That will be great. <laughs> that will be really green. Yeah. So cool. Again, thank you very much, Ben. A pleasure for, for being here. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So. Um, really means the world to me head over to youtube search for information design one the word one not the number one and then you will find our channel uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content have a great day cheers and bye bye